0: Baby, I don't like it in
1: here. It was (laughs) Matthew.
0: welcome to haunting live we are here with a new episode of haunting live podcast thank you so much for being here and tuning in to this episode after a short hiatus we have returned uh, but there have been some changes here at haunting live that we want you to be aware of if you're a follower of ours and a subscriber to our channel thank you very much uh so basically what's going on here at haunting live is we have changed the format of the show uh, we are no longer going to be doing uh weekly shows as we have been in the past uh we're going to sort of spread them out a bit more do some changes do some more edited type shows uh some different content for you guys so when we have shows and content and a guest available uh what we're going to do is just post up random shows when they are ready to be posted So be sure to have your subscribe uh, button hit as well as your uh, notifications turned on because that's the way uh, you're going to be able to find out when we have a new show ready for you. Uh, That's the way we're going to do things from now on and um, hopefully you guys will still tune into our shows. If you like our content, please do hit that like button and the subscribe button and uh, we will be bringing you brand new shows. Uh, We are continuing here at Haunting Live Podcast. Uh, this week we do have a brand new guest joining us and he is a very interesting person and we're really looking forward to having him on here this week. He is Brett. He is a registered medium at Lilydale, New York. So if you're a follower of mediumship, I'm sure you've heard of Lilydale before and uh, we're really looking forward to having this guest on and uh, before we do bring them on though we are going to play a quick sponsor from our ad since we are sponsored now here at haunting live so we'll get right to our special guest after this before we bring on our special guest this week on haunting live podcast we recommend you visit our official sponsors for haunting live the most gifted psychic visit our sponsor the most gifted psychics by calling 866-228-2883 and mentioning code word haunting live and receive their promo of 10 minutes for just $10. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Even if you don't like the reading, they'll refund your purchase. Again, visit our official sponsor, The Most Gifted Psychics, by calling 866-228-2883 and mentioning the word haunting live.
1: Hi, my name is Brett Selens. Uh, it's really a pleasure to be on your show today. I'm a registered medium in Lilydale, And uh, Lilydale is one of the oldest spiritualist communities in the country uh definitely the oldest surviving and um we have a testing procedure to go through to in order to be registered and uh it it was not easy to go through (laughs) that just because it's a small community but uh it's legit and uh people often ask what makes Dale Dale so special and I believe what it is is that uh uh, legend, and I believe it actually has it that Lilydale was a, a sacred ground for the Native Americans because it's actually surrounded by water. If you drive to Lilydale, there's a part around the swamp that is filled in, and on the other side, it's a bridge. So, you know, as you know, water is like uh, an energetic barrier and that makes that, that Lilydale stands away from the world. Uh, you know the physical world a little bit and uh, there's it has been used for well over 100 years now with the intent of spiritual growth which makes that when you walk on the grounds you really notice a difference and you know a little inside joke we have with people moving to Lilydale sometimes there's some people who, who, who stir a lot of waters and have you know make a lot of noise and and then we use people who I lived there for eight years. And my mother-in-law lived there for well over 30 years. Um, yeah, it's a long story. Her, her great-grandmother was actually a registered medium there too. And uh, so an inside joke we make is, let's see how long this frog stays in the pond. Because the energy is actually higher there. And uh, you know, people who don't come with pure intent or, or like move into this higher vibration... Then to, um, you know, have too much things go out of whack, because you live in a place that has a higher frequency, it helps you to grow spiritually, but it also brings your challenges on faster. And for some people, that can be a little bit too uh, too challenging.
0: Well, let's start there then. Um, how was it for you when you moved into Lilydale Community? How did you find the energy there? Was it hard for you to adjust to, or was it easy for you to adjust to? Oh, well,
1: there's a really fun story about that. That uh, uh, the first time I went to Lilydale, my wife, her her mother lives there, and uh, we arrived in a cold uh, winter night, and her mother was visiting friends in New York, so there was nobody in the house, and you know the house was heated, but you know there's like a, a coldness because you know nobody's in it. And that night we went to, my wife and I went to the bedroom and we both were laying in bed and like the whole room was filling with spirits. We really could feel a lot of spirits like coming in and checking because I was new to the place, checking me out. And it's like, wow, what is this? And she's like, wow, I noticed it too. We really noticed the temperature drop in the room. And, uh, and I was like, all right guys. Yeah, uh, okay. And then, then already that was the first time I was in Dale, uh, and I didn't own a house back then. I I knew that I I was going to like, you know, have a significant part of my life take place there. And then both my wife and I were like, all right, guys, uh, check it out. But now we can leave because (laughs) we want to sleep.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes that's what you have to do is lay down the rules and say, okay, you came and saw us. Now it's our time for a bit.
1: (laughs) I fully agree. You know, that's indeed how I work too. That, uh, you know the way i work and what i'm convinced about so far knock on wood i have been proven wrong <clears throat> this physical dimension is our dimension meaning that the spirit people have their frequency in their dimension they can come in here but uh we are in control so the only way they can get to us is if we're if, if we're afraid and or if you like really purposefully uh ask them to step forward and uh Uh, i've had it you know being psychically very aware uh, i have it not all the time but regularly that i walk into like old buildings or uh, places that uh, i feel a lot of presence and then i tell them like uh, i'm not here to be entertained you know i'm just here to do this or that and you know don't don't bother me the uh, the one the worst time i had that was in a mining village in africa i was in a mining village in Ethiopia. And it was known there that a lot of people died in, in horrible circumstances. But uh, there was no IC in the room in Africa in the summer. And I was freezing. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and uh, and there, I, that was one of the few times that I actually like, like visualized like an egg around me of protective light to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I don't need it often. I, 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 and I can't count it on one hand, but... You know, that's the thing, though, that you learn. And I think it's it's important to learn the tools, not so much to use them all the time, but just gives confidence. Because in the event something happens, you know, you have things to fall back on. And, and that just gives confidence where, you know, if, if you're afraid, you're unsecured and the spirit will see that. You know, it's like a dog. A dog notices your fear and then <laughs> you get into trouble from there.
0: So um, let's continue with Lilydale for a bit uh, while we're still on that topic. Um, do you know much about the history and the background of, L- of Lilydale, like how it began? And, um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah so I'll talk a little bit about the background, the history of the of the land there.
1: All right, cool. One second. Look, I even have him here, Belgium. The uh, I brought this guy with me. He's so cool. This is uh, this guy is uh, or JC of Lilydale. We have our own JC. So, the story about him is that uh, his name is Jeremiah Carter, and he lived in uh, Leona, which is a small little hamlet on the way to Lilydale. If you drive to Lilydale from the highway, there's like this little dip where it goes down, and then you go up the hill. Just before that dip is a little hamlet, it's, it's like 15 houses or something. And uh, he lived there. And uh, he was a painter, and when uh, at some point he fell off a ladder and had problems with his back and couldn't really deal with it, and he heard about uh, mesmerism was very popular back in the uh, mid 1800s, and uh, so so he learned about people traveling and going into a strand state and 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 you know healing providing healing through that, and he read up on that and he turned out to be very talented in uh, going into a trans state. And um, in a trans state, he would channel this Dr. Gittes, uh Yeah, Dr. Giddis. And um, I might be wrong on the name; i might be Metis or something, but it's with E S and D. Uh, and but this is such a cool story. So the, he he uh, the the free thinkers of Casadega Lake created a camp every summer, and it was the old farmer Lilydale was was farm ground. And the hotel, when you drive in before the gate on the left, actually was the old building from the farm. That's where the farmhouse was. And uh, they said they would rent it every year. And Alden was a father with two sons. And uh, Jeremiah Carter, in trance, heard like you should make uh, arrangements to purchase the land. And they said, "No, we're renting it, and this is a good relationship. There's no need to purchase it." And spirit told them, "No, no, no, make a rain Do you know the story? Uh, so he uh, he said you should make arrangements to purchase the land, and he made a contract with the old guy. But then the the old man died, and the young people, the young his sons, didn't want to continue the camp. They said we want to stop. So uh, luckily he came forward and said, "No, I have an agreement. This this is already a done deal." And uh, and that's how he really is kind of like the grandfather of Lilydale because Lilydale was actually active before the Fox Sisters. Uh, Lilydale was a free thinker's camp before the NSAC was in existence, and you know there's lots of different ways to look at it. I tend to lean to the way that Lilydale was signed over to the NSAC in a questionable way. It's it's history, and uh, you know his story. Everybody has their story, <laughs> but um, now we are an NSAC camp, which you know has also benefits, and. Um, the, the the amazing thing about Lilydale, of course, is that in the first place we were free thinkers and we provided a platform to the suffragettes and we had big names like uh, what's her name again? Oh, I couldn't think of it. But you know, we had the big oh, come on, the, one of the big American ladies who you know, I'm gonna like we're gonna be at the end of the interview and we're gonna be like maybe it's gonna come back later. But um, so that's Lilydale and uh, it's been used for this for this intent so long and. I also helped in the library uh, organizing uh, some of the old books there's there's actually writings there that you cannot find online that there's very rare copies of and you know some of them you can find in the national library in, in DC but even some of them they don't have them there they're, they're hard to find and uh, so was leaving through those and in Milliedale back in the days it was very common to have concerts where they would sit in circle and put instruments at middle. the music would play slates uh trumpets uh, spirit paintings uh I, I envy those old days a little bit because it's, it's like come on i mean the real power is there with us but i believe it was just a different time and uh and, and now we've uh we've moved on more to spiritual growth because the, the thing with with those old things is that it's amazing it's really enlightens people to what spirit can do but it's also a little bit circus you know it really does not bring you to sitting in the power the way they would say it in england to go into a meditative space and 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 you know take personal responsibility it's 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 more of a gimmicky thing and, and for that reason it's I, I understand why it's not so much a part of uh, the scene so much anymore today.
0: Right. I think a lot of people know these days how paranormal works, how spiritualism works in their own way. Right. So I think what people are looking for a lot these days is more of that spiritual growth, especially in their own areas. So do you find that is what people are coming there for more nowadays is the growth of their own spirituality or. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. In general, I, I would definitely agree that uh, that that uh, well, I mean, <laughs> in the beginning of my career, Lily, they'll you know certain readings to stay with you, and I had these guys like, yeah, yeah, I don't care about the nuts and bolts. You know, the nuts and bolts being there's always the usuals coming back, which is health, finances, relationship, uh, job situation, then children. Uh, but you know, we want that too. But what I usually do is like first I bring in spirit. I always start with communicating spirit because it's 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 just builds the bridge for me and it gives me confidence that the connection is there. It's my experience that if I don't uh, connect with spirit first, um, I mean, I do sometimes, but rare. Uh, if I don't connect, then, then you know, the reading is not a connection. And uh, up until a year ago, it was pretty consistent. It was about three in a hundred because I record always. I know how much I don't connect. It was about three in a hundred, so one in thirty. And uh, now I'm kind of starting to get better. I'm like going to two, two and a half in a hundred. <laughs> but if people call, this summer I only had one actually. It was, I mean, it was kind of sad because the lady drove with friends all the way from Rochester. And uh, with her friends, I had a good connection. But with her, it's just, you know, yes, maybe. And I always ask people, like, give me honest feedback if something's off. Just say no, no, it's good feedback. And uh, I, I believe that it's uh, it's very important as a medium to value, um, to honor the work, because people will think about what we say, you know, especially when you make that connection with grandmothers here and your, your mothers here, it, the emotional barriers go down. So the, the, they, they tend to, like, give more importance to what you say as a medium, and if I say things like, oh, I don't care, you know, just, yeah, yeah, it's going to be all right, go ahead and marry the guy. And and then, or like, no, it's going to, especially if I say things, not going to work out. I plant seeds. I'm very aware of of the fact that as a medium, when you say things, even if it's not so or not so, there that, that will always be like a tape playing in their head. And I, I take a lot of responsibility. And when I say things that, that I would word as like, like if I see a relationship not working out, I would say like, I'm not sure. I mean, I see things getting a little bit to a tense point. I'm not as sure if you guys are going to be able to work it out. <laughs>
0: well, leave it so- that, that's the best way to be is completely honest, even if you're on the medium side or you're on the uh, sitter side, right? Like either way, you have to both be honest with each other to have the proper reading, I think. So that yeah. energy connection is not going to be there, so.
1: Yeah, and there's the thing, too, that uh, I always reason if, if it's really being shown to me, like I see the situation evolving this or that way, I share it, too. You know, I just reason if it's being shown to me, then then it's OK to share. Of course, I want to be sensitive. And uh, yeah, things like, like like death, luckily, the rare times people actually ask, I would just tell them, I, I, I believe your intuition is, is quite right. You know, meaning that, uh, you know, it's not going to be three more years, something like that, I would say. And uh, just, you know, because I, I believe that um, a good, a really good reading oftentimes does not bring much new information. It just confirms what you already thought. <laughs> you know, that it, it's, uh, it, it, but it gives you that certainty because, you know, I don't know anything about people calling to me. And especially, I mean, for me, it's the same if I see, see people or not but i actually prefer not seeing them often in a reading i look away from the person because when i look at them they they they're like hmm okay you know and i get I get thrown off because it's like oh, they understand they don't understand it. and i try to match to what they how they react So i just actually purposefully look away from them share as much as being shown and then i i i look at them and i say like okay can you make can you relate to that
0: yeah sometimes if you're Looking at each other, it kind of throws your connection off, right? You don't get that yes. um, proper information that you want to. So I can see that, yeah. So um, when you are working at Lilydale, do you continue your studies? Like, how did you get into, um, I guess, your development at Lilydale? How did you grow into it? Uh, ooh, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh...
1: It's it's a story where first I I, uh, I forgot about it. I wasn't really active in it in in college and in high school. I uh, know in, in middle school I uh, I read the book The Celestine Prophecy from uh, James Redfield when I was sixteen, which is twenty six years ago now, I think. And uh, yeah, I know I'm getting old, <laughs> older, <laughs> and. Uh, and then that really talked to me because that's the way I think too. You know, I just always believe in karma and like do good to somebody. It might not come back from that person, but will come back in another way. When you meet somebody, there's like you know, always a higher purpose and things, and I, I, I really talk to me. Then I uh, I uh, I got into books <clears throat> like Blavatsky and and uh, Leadbeater and all these things. I, I found that very <laughs> relaxing literature. <Sure. laughs> i did i really it was fun for me and uh and and uh i liked it and then my brother-in-law at some point was like hey you should uh, you should learn tarot because he knows i was into those things and i'm like ah tarot it's just a gimmick it's not really my thing he's like "No, no no take a card so i'm like "Ah, it's a joke so i take a card and i took out the fool and he's like all right that's cool you took the fool now be serious I'm like, oh, I right, fine, I'll be serious. So then I took the world. And as you know, the world is like the completion and the full circle of the the big arcana. I was like, all right, maybe there's something to it. And I started reading the cards and uh, I noticed that very fast, uh, you know, intuitively I would get more than what the cards say. That like, that's what I always advise people to: When you learn to read tarot, have a book with it to see what it means. But most of all, learn what the symbols mean. Because, you know, there's a dove in there. What does a dove mean? There's the cup is upside down or the, you know, the hand comes from the right or comes from the left or there's mountain, mountain send always for safety. There's water, water sense for uncertainty. Uh, you know, there, there's there's all these symbols. And then the cards, when you read the cards, especially in combination and settings, you, you'll see things coming back like, oh, that bird is here three times. Or like, oh, the, 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 there's the wands three times on his left side. And you start noticing, like, huh, on the left, so that means that something from the past. You've had good results in the past, and you know you can get so much more because if you just learn the compute the cards by heart, by by heart, the computer might as well do it. There's this pointless to go to. <laughs> it's like, so then from there, um, I uh, uh, my brother-in-law he he told me about this guy in France, uh, Patrick Roux. He's a French guy and he, it's quite a story behind him too. He, he went to the state, he was a physicist and he went to the States to work on, uh, I don't even know what pro- projects with IBM, like a big company. And in the meanwhile, uh, he learned about shamanism, got really intuitive and was part of the first development of the Stargate program of, uh, of uh, what's it called, the Robert Monroe. And then Robert Monroe, he was part, like he worked together with Ingo Swann and uh, Joseph Monegal and all those people. But they did experience. He doesn't want to talk about it. I I, I poked multiple times at him already. Like, come on, Uh, Patrick, uh, I'm fluent in French. So uh, so I told him like, what's the story? He's like, it's just not right what they did. And intuitively afterwards, I kind of like tuned in to see what actually happened. And um, so they, um, I mean, from what I know, it's, this is not from writing, this is not scientific, but from what I derive from the situation, they actually uh, took him out of body and guided him to some of the really lower places of conscious and uh, to, to, to explore those places. And uh, it, it was not with his consent. So he really kind of like turned the door on that. But then he he really developed uh, uh, regression therapy in France. He was like the big guy in France to do regression therapy. And the first weekend, my brother and I, went, uh, and I went for that class. You had to like enroll and then you had to be accepted. And it was a two-year program where the first year was two times a week and then two weekends and the second year is one and weekend, five weekends. So it's pretty toro. And, uh, and the first night we arrived and he's like, you guys are going to be the therapists of the future. And we're like, hmm, all right, yeah, we're going to learn this. And you're going to learn how to do this. And you're going to be the ones bringing this to the people. And my brother-in-law was like, poor pinch me. This is so cool. We're going to learn how to do regression therapy. That was back in 2000. And um, so we had a lot of fun together with my brother-in-law. Um, we had to practice on each other. And, uh, you know, just just silly. I mean, he's, he's, he's three years older than me. So he at some point was like conquering course, you know, the the island of uh, between France and Italy. And I said, all right, so you guys won. Now tell me what happens after the after the, the battle. He's like, oh, it's not nice. I'm like, well, you know, it's like the, it's like I'm not telling you. <laughs> then right after he did a regression with me. It's like, oh, I'm getting back from the war. I'm getting married. So he's like, well, tell me in detail what's happening. I'm like, I'm not telling you. <laughs>
0: But, Didn't want to um, share all the information with you that he was picking up.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. But the nice thing about regression therapy is that um, there's so much more than, well, first of all, I mean, we call it past lifetimes, but when you get a deeper understanding of things, time is something part of our dimension. So technically you could call it other lifetimes instead of past lifetimes, but the way your brain makes sense, we call it past lifetimes. And, um, and as such, you can also go forward. And, uh, and I met my wife before meeting her in person. Yeah. So I have heard I... of that.
0: People discuss that quite often, if it's possible to pass life aggression, but also go forward. So have you had a lot of experience with going forward with it?
1: No, no, I didn't do it much. Because the, the reason why I think it's hard to do is that uh, there's, there's, you know, I... This this is not what I know to be like, it's what I believe. I don't want to like pretend that this is how it is, but what the way I make sense of it, there's uh, pathways, you know, always little pathways. And as such, when you go into the future, it can throw you off. You know, I think it's, there's a reason why I don't really know. And through mediumship, you can see like, you know, pretty far ahead, actually. Sometimes with mediumship, I really see like five, seven years or like 10 years from now, you are going to move back to that area. So those are little things that, you know, are being shown to me, but in general, as to like where society goes, I haven't really delved into it. I know it's possible, but it, it hasn't really, I think there's like a fun too, to like exploring and trusting. And because oftentimes when, uh, by not knowing what comes, it's, it's even more fun. Like, Like one night we, we had to take, we were doing an experiment for orbs and, uh, and uh, you had to bring a camera and this and that. And, you know, I totally forgot about it because I, I tend to live a little organic. And, uh, and then I looked in my car. Oh, I have a video camera here. And it was actually also a video camera that took pictures. And it worked better than a regular camera. So oftentimes I have things that I forget. And then it turns out better. And, and if you're interested, I, I have pictures with like 100 orbs in it. And big, like like this big. And they're like, like, uh, like um, crop circles on the inside. Yeah, we did the experiment with that group in France. We were 100 people. And we did experiment first with uh, sitting in meditation, then going into lifting our energy to a higher frequency, then walking in nature. And then eventually we played loud music and had like a dance party. And that's when it just lit. It just lit. So it's my experience that orbs are nature elementals. You know, they're little nature spirits. We can just capture their aura And they're just curious little beings. So, if the more fun you're having, the more excitement, the more they're going to be like, hey, what's going on there? You know, people often think I'll meditate and then there's one orb. I'll start singing and dancing. You'll have 10 of them at least.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's interesting because it really shows that, you know, our our eyes have a very small spectrum, but these cameras apparently it's a flaw that they tried to get out of it, but it's kind of cool that they haven't succeeded yet. (laughs) So then, in the, in France, I learned the regression therapy, and uh, and there I uh, I worked together too with a, a lady who who did other classes where she regressed me to like every age that was things that were significant, and I remembered that when I was five, I would actually regularly talk to spirit, and I forgot about that growing up. Um, I mean, now of course the memory is back alive, but one thing specifically that I remember was that uh, we had a cleaning lady. And her father died, and and that night he stood next to my bed. I, I never met the person. but I described him to my mother, and she said he's not a nice guy. Tell him to go away. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I told him to go away. And uh, but there were others that were visiting too, and the, I, I never felt threatened or scared. It was always like, oh hi, who are you? Have fun, and what's going on? And then um, I didn't do anything really with it. it was just remembering that. But in France, I learned how to work on the etheric body. You know, there's different layers of the of the physical body. And you can re- reprogram the physical body through, you know, conscious and uh, working with energy. And it's really cool when you communicate with the etheric body. Almost always the etheric body goes like, oh my God, you can communicate with me. It's like, yeah, of course. Whoa. <laughs> it's like a little kid that is waking up, like, hey. <laughs> and it, it will really work with you. And it's 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 smart too if you're like aha I got you and then it's gonna move around and do silly things, um, so I learned that in France. I wanted to work more, learn more to work with crystals, and that's where I found uh, about the Delphi University in Georgia. All right, so Georgia University. I went to uh, to learn a class with crystals. That was actually spirit release, so was uh, removing spirits from uh, the body with the crystals, and that's for the first time there I saw. Really, like the person, the spirit communicating through a person, you know. Voice, I mean, you, the Exorcist, that the whole—I mean, the, the body didn't come up by itself, but for the rest, you are nothing. Then, like the whole thing, like an old lady was gracious and beautiful, and there was like spit coming out of her face, and, and me and the other person in the room were like, "Holy cow!" <laughs> yeah, we were really like, "Whoa!" <laughs> So no, that was uh, that was actually the scariest one I saw. Was the first one I saw, and ever since, if I have something happen, it's like, oh well, we'll be fine. <laughs> it's, it's scary. I'm like, ah, they'll they'll threaten you a little bit. They'll 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 say some scary stuff. And so you learn sacred prayers. You learn sacred um, uh, symbols that you can use. Uh, to be honest, I've never needed them actually because you know that one time, the first time was so intense that you know, they don't really scare me nowadays. If I, if I come in touch with spirits, Uh I have the tools, but I mean, knock on wood, I, I don't want to get overly confident, you know, that it's cool. Oh, I'm confident. I mean, bring it on. Um, But but so far, because I have those tools, which I think is good to have, but not to get lost into. Anyhow. So Adelphi university before it's an amazing, amazing place. It's on a peninsula in the Georgia mountains. And it's like, when you go there, you're really walking into a portal. It's, it's because it's they have like I think six buildings and they have this church with crystals, all of them like this big, like crystal, uh, rose crystal, you name it, all of them huge that part of the organization I can sell so much. part of the organization, the the daughter of the organization married to the previous Tire king of uh, Florida. The tire Kingdom. In Florida is like a huge tire company and uh, when he got divorced he had uh, Charles Ch- uh, Chucky <laughs> and uh, great guy he's still alive and uh, he had uh, like a wake up moment of like I want to do something valuable with my life and then he went to Delphi University and you know just has been very generous in supporting the place they also have like these, these meditation rooms and sacred geometry milled out of copper and you can go sit inside and and, and, and really notice the difference in energy. But the most amazing thing about the uh, Delphi University is that it was founded fo- founded by Patricia Hayes. And Patricia Hayes was the secretary of Arthur Ford. Arthur Ford is the medium who broke the Houdini code. And, uh, and he was close friends with Arthur Conan Doyle, C- Cognon, Conan Doyle, you know, the, the guy who wrote Sherlock Holmes. He was friends with him. So he was a very renowned medium and uh and, and she worked for him and you know did all the paperwork and following up on setting up appointments and when he died he came ghosting her and he said hey you have to continue the work and she's like you're dead go go rest <laughs> go enjoy your your resting day he's like no 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 there's so much work to do you're still my secretary you have to do this and she's like oh look I think about this and that but then she really you know was exposed to that higher energy and Uh, Just follow that. And then from there, she channeled also this this, um, healing technique called Rohan, which is a technique that was developed by Dr. Rohan in the spirit world for people to let go of uh, convictions, of of ways of thinking, because uh, more and more, you know, people are catching up that everything that is in the ancient books is right, that, you know, in order to find God, go within You know, that that, the kingdom of God is within ourselves and it's by going within ourselves that we confront our own shadows. You know, we have to do the shadow work to make changes, real changes outside of ourselves, require us confronting those those insecurities and those convictions that we have on a deeper level. Uh, You know, being mad about to the world or to people around us is like looking at a movie screen and expecting because we say something to the screen that it's going to change. And that is one of those therapies that allows you to, to actually go within. And it, it, it's the, the, my mother-in-law did a tremendous amount of therapy. She, she um, my wife too, actually together with them, they went to John of God. They went to uh, the Mari healers in, uh, in uh, some, what's it called New Zealand. They went to Egypt. Uh, they've done a lot of, of, of work in that way. And my wife actually wrote a book about it. It's called The Healing Curve. And, and like one chapter, she writes about how with uh, the Maori healers, she was the only not-native person. Uh, they would do a ceremony on top of uh, a hill. The women were on in the inside, the men on the outside. They were doing like some deep chanting. And she said from a clear sky, he made it a rainstorm like thunder with lightning. And then at the end of the ceremony, it was gone. And she was like, Yeah. So anyhow, that's my wife. And uh, in Georgia, then, uh, in order to do the, uh, the spirit release work with crystals, you had to do advanced channeling first. And I had no experience with that, but uh, it's a week long, the first program, the advanced uh, mediumship ca- class, it's called, or channeling. And it starts with very simple exercises where you connect to the other person, you have to like say whatever comes to your mind, and then you have to say why you see that and what it means. But you have all these little fun exercises that build up your confidence in, in your intuition. And at the end of that week, I noticed that uh, it was, it was really, it was relatively easy for me to connect with spirit. I could really feel the people standing with me and, 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 and yeah, telling what they said and what they, what they shared. And uh, so that was really fun. I love doing it. And I was already like doing tarot for friends, but not professionally. And um, when I met him, the first night I was there, I uh, I was laying in bed. There was somebody standing next to him, but not not in, uh, physical. And he said, do you like it here? I'm like, I don't know. I just got here. And the person spirit was like, well, if you like it, you'll live here one day. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then I went a lot. The first year I went like six times up and down. And uh, through meditation, I knew I was going to meet my wife there too. And I met my wife. Then, the with by going forward in in the regression work, and they couldn't see her face, but I know her name was Sarah. So at some point, I was sitting in the in like their eating dining hall, and there was somebody walking in. she said, "Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm supposed to introduce myself." And I just right away said, "Oh, you're Sarah. You might be the one I'm gonna get married to." And, uh, and she was like, uh, I don't know if you do that with other people, but it's not working. <laughs> but it did. And um, so it, it, it's it's a magical place. I met my wife. Then we lived in Belgium for three months, and after that, we lived there for two years. But in the meanwhile, we uh, I was going up and down to Lilydale. We would go like almost once a month, drive up and down, and that's when we decided, like, hey, you know what? We should just live in Lilydale. And, uh, and when I moved to Lilydale, I wanted to become a registered medium there too. Um, but of course the first time I tested, I came in a little too strong and confident and uh, you know it's it's, it's it's like a good old what a gal, a gal <laughs> a good old gal, which is mainly ladies <laughs> network. And uh, you know I had to learn the ropes and everything. but uh,
0: so uh, what are some of the qualifications and when you would become registered there? Uh, what did you have to actually go through?
1: The testing procedure is you have to do three readings, one for registered medium and two for uh, for sitters. Uh, they grade you. And of course, in the reading itself, you need to bring at least two spirit people with four identifiers. Identifiers are things as physical traits, relationship, how they died, uh, specific memories. And uh, so th- those are the, the main components that you have to do, like really provide proof of continuity of life and then um yeah i mean and then afterwards the psychic work but you know all mediums will tell i mean you'll probably experience it too um mediumship is like the cherry and, and the 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 psychic work is not so hard you know and that's like the easy part of the reading so you know when you when you do the clear evidential work <clears throat> the other stuff is relatively easy and also yeah now really evidential because you know you can tell somebody like hey i see you getting a brand new job in three months and it's like all right no i mean let's let's talk in three months we don't know <laughs> you know i mean people might walk out all motivated but you eh, cannot it's not, it's not great on that so there's that part and then there's also the part where uh you have to do uh platform work and you have to go to, to that's a hard one they change it now which i think is a little too bad that was one of the last ones that had to do three people in five minutes. And every person had to bring two people with four identifiers. So that was really like boom, 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 boom.
0: <laughs> it really testy hard then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But
1: I, I'm happy that I did because it's one of those things. It, it, it's like once you hit that bar, you can always go back there because you you know how to do it. And it, 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 it really helped me to really trust because there's in, you know, you cannot develop, like do that whole like, would you understand and, you know, I'm getting an S name or an F name. And personally, I, I, you know, if you get a name, then you should say like, look, Chuck is here. He was your uncle. He missed a leg and he died from a car crash not just who's chuck to you well, i mean everybody knows a chuck everybody knows a john everybody knows a mary
0: <laughs> you know to be honest so um let's move on then what do you do sort of day to day when somebody comes to you whether it's online if you're in europe or you're there physically at lilydale to ask for a reading what's the most common types of uh readings and stuff that you do day to day
1: uh it's always the same <laughs> I, I mean, I'm lucky in Lillydale that uh, I, 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 uh, I don't use a sign up sheet people email me beforehand to set a scheduled appointment. So day to day in Lillydale, I hang out on the porch and then I walk up and I'm like, Oh, you must be Megan and then it's like, Yes, all right, let's go up. <laughs> and then uh, so the session, I always do my introduction, uh, explain how I work. Uh, Are you interested in my introduction to
0: hear that? I mean, maybe for other mediums, it could be helpful or... Yeah, for sure. If you feel like explaining how that works, go ahead. Sure.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's always the same, but I've developed that through years. Uh, My introduction is... uh, So first I do an internal prayer. I shift my energy. So I know that at that point... Uh, I mean, I go more in detail with you than, than I would go with the person. But I know at that point that anything I get is from spirit and my own personality. I mean, still present, but my own personal life doesn't matter anymore. And um, <clears throat> so I shift my energy, set my intention with an internal prayer. Don't do it loud. And uh, then I ask people their full name. It helps to connect with their frequency. And um, then I start identifying people in spirit. <clears throat> Identifiers are things like physical traits, how they transition, characteristics, uh, just anything that makes you understand who's here. And if something's off, I always tell people, say no, no is really good feedback. And uh, then I roll into the messages, but the messages, uh, future events, don't think of it as it's bound to happen. Think of it as, as like, uh, you know, I see you on a highway heading for New York very likely you'll ma- you'll make it to New York, but you know you still have to put gas in your car and keep going. You cannot just sit back and you know start scraping the the, the railings. <laughs> and uh, and then I always tell people to like ask for clarity. If I'm uh, talking about a subject that is not clear, just jump in there. Don't mind being interrupted. And uh, also redirect me if I'm on a subject too long. You know because a you know, half hour goes pretty fast. So I tell them like, hey, move on. And then the last thing I tell them too, what is the other one? Uh, ask question, ask for clarity. Yeah, that's the ones. Those are the ones. And then we start. We get rolling. And uh, so I start always with identifying people in spirit, and I kind of line them up, you know, because usually the dream team is like two, three people, and uh, occasionally it's, it's a couple more. And then I tell them like, okay, is there anybody else you really wanted to hear from, or otherwise we start with the messages, because the way the messages come, it's just. I get visuals. I get very strong visuals of like what's, what's going on in their life situation. So I would tell them like, Oh, the most prominent thing right now is going on. I see the job situation where you're really unhappy and you've applied for jobs, but nothing's coming to you. And I see that there's like a desire to go elsewhere, but you're waiting for somebody to give you that punch to that, that push. And then it's like, you've got it all figured out, but you don't know how to get like, like you're just waiting for that push moment. And, and you know, more often than not, are almost always, <laughs> people are like, wow, that's exactly what's going on. And then I'm like, in this case, I'd be like, well, here it is. Here's your push. <laughs> because what are the odds that I would describe a situation so specific where they need that push? I mean, this is now a specific a situation that I'm thinking of. Um, so then we make sense of things. And then with that, I oftentimes get like, yeah, I mean, you want to move and your grandfather, he doesn't like it. I mean, he's the one who's like, no you shouldn't move you should stick to your close to your family but your grandmother's like oh come on dear go 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 and then people tell me like you're right my grandmother was was like that and it's it's fun I mean for me it's I I, I, sometimes I actually I have to like restrain myself to like not get too enthusiastic because I tell people like come on let's start having fun and there's moments that there's a tear too but the way I see it, it's it's kind of like when you go to a funeral, you know, when you go to a funeral, there's moments that intense grief and sadness, but then there's also moments that we're just really laughing hard with tears in our eyes, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so true. It's hard to say what will happen during a session, right? Like you'll get those positive and negative moments both. So Yeah,
1: it's, uh, it really is a moment of healing. So first I go through like the prominent things because in general people call because they have questions. I mean, unless it's 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 intense grief, you know, somebody who lost a partner, then the whole session would just be about that partner. And that would just stay the whole session with a partner. I wouldn't even do any psychic work because what's the point? They they call to hear from their partner. And there's times where I just, you know, keep giving evidence. The the whole session that I'm just, oh, and he's showing me like, for instance, what was it uh, just earlier this week? Uh, there were two fun ones one was said, she's showing me cheese platter and there's something funny about it I don't know what it is like you you guys like it was meticulously done or at the end of the day you had cheese platter this or that and then she told me oh my god and she was crying and laughing she's like my my when we go to uh, when he goes to my parents my dad always has his cheese platter and he always makes fun of that. Like, tonight, let's have a cheese platter and make it really nice. <laughs> so that was like the ongoing joke they had. <laughs> and, uh, and I think it's really fun to like bring those fun memories back. And um, But it's hard to It's hard too because it also makes people miss them a lot. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's a double-edged sword because it brings the memories back, but it also helps them And it's my experience that um, people in spirit, they don't have time like we do. So where we are just aware of like, I miss you so much. And, you know, I'm just alone for them. It's like, Hey, I'll see you in a minute. Have some fun, go
0: out there. So true. Um, So thank you for being here today. I really appreciate you coming on to Haunting Live and talking with us a little bit about uh, Lilydale and uh, what it means to be there and uh, how you do your work day to day there and how you help people. So it's been really insightful learning your ways of doing things. So, too, I want to ask you in Lilydale, I know there's this tree stump that oh, is yeah. sacred. Um, do you mm. want to talk about that for a bit?
1: Sure. Uh, so the stump is, uh, it was uh, <clears throat> it was actually children who, uh, who had fun there. There used to be a tree there that they cut down and it was a stump. And uh, the children would go there and uh, copy what they saw the mediums do. Like, hey, are you there with the blue? But the black hat. There's his grandmother here, and they would really have fun and do the little things. And then they noticed that there's, uh, you know, there's actually an energy there, a presence. And it's it's uh, the way the benches are set. For me, it always looks like a cathedral. And, uh, just sitting in that place, there's a higher frequency and as a medium it's really makes a huge well yeah it does it really does it's it's a lot easier to connect the spirit there i uh the first time i did platform work was there and uh i just said uh uh i got up stage because <laughs> it's really scary to stand in front of people the first time and you know everybody looks at you and like mm, uh, and, you know you, you, there's so many things going on through your head that it, it, it's quite nerve-wracking and then from there you know it really is a skill but the the stump is an amazing place for people especially people who are in grief who want to develop i would really recommend to go sit there and, and find that stillness because through stillness we can make a connection ourselves so it's spirit too
0: yeah that's cool if i ever get there which it's not too far from where we live so hopefully someday we can go down and check it out and check out the energies there and especially the stuff. Yeah, you
1: really should. you really should. And the lake too is, uh, there's, uh, you know, Casadega's Native American Lakota for a lake under the rocks. And uh, it's actually spring fed. And I think there's just in the upper lake, like nine. And then in the bottom lake, there's also six springs. And you can feel it when you swim. There's certain areas where there's like really cold water coming out. So <clears throat> apparently there's caverns below the lake. and uh, I'm not so home into it, but uh there well, actually I'm a little bit <laughs> there the, the, there alien activity there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: have there yeah. been any experiences with that there?
1: I didn't have any direct experiences, but uh my wife saw like a light triangle move behind her behind the. Uh, uh in the woods one time my my mother-in-law who lives on the side of the woods see multiple times uh, flashes of light moving through the woods and uh, there's some people in lilydale who are specialized in communicating and they say that they've seen ships come out of the lake
0: Yeah. yeah i know because a lot of people are into that like especially spiritual people they're into communicating with ets and stuff like that trying to reach them and um I, I think that's possible. I think you can actually connect and communicate with them that way spiritually. So, um, I, yeah. I, I would assume that would be a great place to do that too. So,
1: yeah, there's a great app for it too. I think it's C three or might be C five. Do you know about it?
0: I have heard of that. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. You know, all these little trippy sounds and everything. Good stuff.
0: Well, thank you very much. I won't keep you much longer. So, um, is there anything else that you like to talk about? Anything that you're currently working on, or stuff coming up that you want to promote a little bit? Or...
1: Um. Yeah, what I want to share with people that I, I find very interesting is earlier this year, I uh, I was on a trip with Nassim Haramein, and then there we had like an exclusive lecture with uh, Greg Braden. And he was talking about how right now we're living in a time where there's the convergence of timelines. A lot of people notice that time is speeding up that where before we could do like, you know, eight, eight, nine things in a day. Now, sometimes it's like you get one or two things done in a day. It's been a good day. (laughs) actually got something done, you know, time just seems to be speeding up and it makes also that the, the best and the worst of everything is coming to the surface and it's a time where I really believe that too, where we're being tested to test it, to like see what path you're going to choose. And there's a lot of stuff going on on like podcasts and alternative media to wake up people. And I think it's really good because I personally dare to speak up that, you know, the majority of the mainstream media is is like watching WWF, you know, <laughs> In the beginning, people thought it was real. Then they admitted that it was fake. And everybody was like, well, we don't care. It's still a good show. And I think that the mainstream media is a bit like that too. More and more people are waking up to that. But I also believe that part of the waking up process is to start living with more awareness, more conscious. Like, you know, once you're awake, you drink a coffee. but you cannot keep drinking coffee all day long, you'll go nuts. And it's the same with that too, that you know it's like there's horrible things going on but focus on what's important to you because as you know with spiritual awareness whatever you put your energy to that is gonna like grow and and manifest more in your life so i think that there's it's it's and which is really hard in today's world because there's so much distraction There's there's you know instagram facebook netflix has amazingly good series i mean i've been free from watching series for 4 months now but i think i might just start the new game of thrones cuz the other one was just i really loved it <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to like not get sucked into all these things and um and it distracts you like i said for doing good mediumship the goal is to really have a clear mind like, uh, for the longest time, I would meditate every day for at least an hour. And, uh, and, and that really helped me tremendous with my mediumship. Uh, what helped me to meditate first uh, was doing the uh, bandana, spandana. No, the, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Shambhavi, Shambhavi, that's what it's called. From Sadhguru Vazijev. He's the the guru. He's a bit the, the new Osho of today, actually. <laughs> He's still alive. I've met him. And uh, he's a really cool guy. Uh, my wife introduced me to him. Um, <clears throat> she got to know him because of her publisher and this and that. Uh, he's the guy that the lady of uh, Elizabeth Gilbert Ross of, uh, of of Eat, Pray, Love went to. You know, in the movie, they made it something else because they didn't want to cooperate with the movie. Uh, but he's the guy she went to. And you can find YouTube videos of him online. Uh, you know, his followers are Indian and they're really good at putting all that stuff online. And whatever question you have, what does Sadhguru think? He's he's kind of like uh Alan Watts was back in the days that he'll he'll give you, like, he'll tell you why your question is very valid and you have every reason to to be concerned about it, but then he'll turn it around to In the end, it's like, yeah, and, and why do you make a fuzz out of that? <laughs> you know, like he'll he'll give you, he'll he'll like be this mind-bender of like, dang, he's got a good point. And uh, so I thought, like you know what, that guy is interesting. So I learned his uh, meditation, and it's uh, it's I think like nine classes of an hour online, and then you go to a place where you learn the actual meditation. And uh, prior to that, I could not sit still more than five minutes. Prior to that, you know, I would sit still in meditation, and be like, wow, that was long, four minutes, you know, this <laughs> is pathetic. And uh, and and then so with him. You learn these yoga exercises, and all together, I think it's a sequence of uh, four poses, and then three things of pranayama—you <clears throat> know, alternating breath and some other things. And uh, after doing that, I noticed that I could sit still as long as I wanted. Before doing that, my energy was just all over, and uh, and that learned me to sit still. And then from that stillness, I noticed that I can I can I can focus my brain way better. Because communicating with spirit for me is is kind of the way it works for me. It's kind of like fine tuning a radio. So, when uh, when you ask me to communicate with your grandfather, you know, I'll ask him to step forward and then I build that bridge. And building that bridge is like fine tuning his frequency that he comes in with. And the more, uh, the less I'm focused, the more I get static. And I like, ooh, I get this, I get this, I get this, I get this. Where, you know, there's that story of, uh, of Arjun, it's a cool story. I mean, am I taking it? I have time, I scheduled enough time. I didn't know how much time,
0: Yeah, sure, um, if you have something else to share about it, yeah, go ahead.
1: So Arjun, there's a cool story in the Bhagavad Gita where um, Drona was his teacher and, uh, and who was it? Uh, the other guy, oh, I can't think of his name now. Said, Drona, you're in love with Arjun. He's the golden boy, you know, in the Bhagavad Gita. And he's like, you're in love with him, you're not seeing, he's not as good as you think he is. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll show you why he's so good. So he uh, he lines all his students up and he puts this wooden bird on a tree across the, uh, the river. And he tells the students, point your arrow at the bird, tell me what you see. And his first student goes like, oh, I see the tree, I see... The bird, I see the wind coming from the right. So I have to take that into account. Okay, next. What do you see? Well, I see the birds. I see the feathers on his back. I see this tree. Okay, well, next. And he keeps going. And then he gets to Arjun and he asks, what do you see? And Arjun says, I only see the eye of the bird. And, and that's kind of like what we want to get to in mediumship too, that, that you have that 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 laser focus where you really can communicate with one person in specific. Because so I feel like that that's it's really helpful to have that. And it's the same with just day to day, like I said, what I've begun with like the convergence of time. That right now there's so much distraction going on. It's 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 like hell, you know. If you don't have a spiritual practice, it's you know, the moment you get in, in a thought in your head, there's 10 afterwards. And then the moment you have these 10, there's you know, it's like chopping off heads of that dragon that keeps growing new heads with, with thoughts, and, and it drives a whole lot of people crazy. And and the key is to kind of like find stillness because there's there's a lot of psychic energy available right now and if you learn to focus you can you can spiritually progress now in a year time what 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 other times would take lifetimes there, there's so much more spiritual energy in the air now but we we but you know how the planets are moving and uh, uh, I think that now is more important than any time to to have a spiritual practice.
0: Yeah, definitely for sure. Um, So how can people get a hold of you if they like to contact you directly for a reading or get a hold of you some way?
1: My website is the easiest. So com. I have the B-E too, but .com. And uh, the, the, uh, I mean, my name is not so easy to spell. Through Lilydale website, you can find it too. Lilydaleassembly.org. And then I'm also in that list of uh, mediums. Or they can go on uh, Google Maps. I'm also listed in Nullydale on Google Maps and uh, that's where they can find me, too.
0: Okay, well, it's been wonderful having you here today and learning about yourself and what you do. So thank you for being here.
1: Hey, you're welcome. It's uh, been a pleasure talking to you today.
0: Do you deal with the paranormal? Are you looking for metaphysical supplies? Check out our Haunting Live Etsy shop, live now. We have supplies for protection, energy work, attraction, smudging, and more. Come check out our crystals and large selection of cleansing and protection products. Go check out Haunting Live on our Etsy shop today. Missed this week's episode? Watch it on RIB, Rhode Island Broadcasting. Replaying our episodes every week on Wednesday nights at 10pm. Follow them on social media on Facebook or on YouTube.